Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's real basketball starts now. Preseason is over. The fun and games are over. The gossip time is over. Now we're going to get a chance to talk about basketball. Now we're going to get a chance to obsess over the thing that that really brings us to the table to argue, to dissect, to appreciate the the art that is uh, being displayed on the on the court. Real basketball starts now, and it's an interesting place to be when you're a Nets fan because your team actually has a chance to win it all. Samuel, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm pumped for tomorrow night. I uh, I wonder, like, because your you know your perspective might be a little different from mine. Going into a season like this, could you be too cocky? Could you be too too confident? I don't know. Uh, we, we the best. We it, it it really is quite evident that we are the best team out there. Like what? <laughs> how how do you feel, man? Is this normal? Until look, until they win, I've seen too much losing, and until they until they're the last one standing, um, I'm gonna be very very uh very reserved because that's just my that's my nature. I uh I think they have the I definitely think they have the most talented roster, especially with uh with Kyrie. But look, man, like. A lot of stuff can happen. Injuries. The, they already have had a lot of stuff off the court, which I really don't like because I think the best team. I think the teams that win usually don't have that. But I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be positive in light of the the, the Kyrie stuff, and I'm I'm excited for tomorrow. Matt, why aren't we the best? No, <laughs> we are the best, right, Matt? Doesn't matter um, if you're the best necessarily. And after last year, I'm a little shaken or shooken i'm not sure what the proper uh, usage is there but um i swear it, you had disbelief there, the... when we watched the what is <laughs> yeah. it was a celtic game right we went to together yeah i i swear you had disbelief in your eyes like like you didn't you didn't think yeah, we were like the first half i was like whoa they do because they were down early in the first half i was getting nervous you're like yo they're gonna win this game relax but i think <laughs> after last year seeing it where it was really set up for us on a silver platter to, to kind of win it, and we served it up for somebody else instead. Look, we, we have the we have the chances, and we'll, we'll get into what has to happen for us to get it done later. 
but I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch anymore. And uh, it's a long journey. They've got 82 freaking games, a lot of cold nights coming. You know, with the weather changing, it's it's cold outside today, uh, so it's going to be a long journey. I'm, I'm excited that it's here and we're getting started, but man, uh, I just can't wait tomorrow night, baby. I, I I remember one time when I was young, I saw my Uncle Vern get dressed up to go out. Now, my Uncle Vern, you know, he's a dude that kind of was in and out of jail. <laughs> and Uncle Vern, when he finally got himself right, he had he used to like to put a lot of cash in his pockets so that his, it would bulge out of his jeans. And he just had a different self-esteem and look about himself when, when, his, when his money was, was together and... Uh, I feel like that right now about my basketball team. So I, I think what we'll do to make sure that feeling is real, we'll go through some things about the off season. Put a shut the door on the off season, and and uh, and uh, and come out the other end of this uh, podcast with an idea of where we're gonna be when we when this season ends. You guys with that? You guys cool with that? Yes, sir. Let's do it. So, I think one of the things that that I don't think the national media talk talks about a lot because they focus so much on our big three and, and really two of them. Um, I don't think we talk about what we bought in this year and what we got. I mean, not necessarily what we got rid of per se, but we got rid of a lot of things. We, you know, Tyler Johnson. Uh. Uh, Timothy Lawawu Cabarro, you know, we just got rid of a bunch of six foot four guys who who are kind of combo guards, no positions, and and light skin. So that being said, what would starting with you, Matt? What would you say was our biggest off season acquisition? I think I think the easy answer for a lot of people would be Patty. But I'm going to go with getting LaMarcus back in the fold. Um, it was a short sample size last year when we had him. But the dimension he brought, uh, that, that high post pivot pass, the, the baseline shooting, a center that hits his free throws, some girth in there. I, I'm, I'm going to say it's LaMarcus because Pause. there was no way we could go. <laughs> there was no way we could go into the season with just Blake, Claxton, and, and Sharp. Sharp is not ready to play. I don't think anybody expects anything out of him. You know, Blake is going to miss 35 games, 40 games, somewhere along that way. And, and Claxton is, a, you know, a guy that we're excited about, but there's a lot of projection being there. So, for to me, LaMarcus is, is, kind of solidifies that spot for us. And, you know, it's not to diminish the acquisition of Patty, but Guards are easier to find. We could have gotten someone on the cheap at the guard spot that we could have relied upon for a couple games. And to be frank, I, I love Javon. What I've seen out of Javon Carter so far. Um, so I think we've had quite a few moves. I, I like most. Would that be your uh, one and one A? They would be my one and one A. Um, but even like the Millsap signing, in some ways, I, I feel like has the potential to have a bigger impact on this team, considering the makeup of it. But I'm going to say LaMarcus. I think that was a big piece for us getting him back. I could agree with that. I mean, I mean, Sam, what 
if if you had to choose before I say what mine's was, um, if if you had to say our big what what was our biggest acquisition, what would you say it was? So it's funny. I thought I assumed that most of this crew was going to go with Patty because that's where um, a lot of consensus was. But I'm actually I'm right there with with uh, with Matt. I think the fact that if there's one takeaway that I had from the Buck series, it was like win or lose. That team was fucking tired, especially because the Bucks were a big, strong physical team. And watching Durant get like bodied in the post, and Blake was clearly exhausted. And I think having a bunch of guys and being able to do if they if Nash wants to do like almost hockey style subs of just rotating in big, strong dudes like uh, Lamarcus Millsap. Uh, even like James Johnson, obviously Blake is still there, but I just think that rotating cast of, as Bam said, honestly, like girth is, is really going to help. And that, and that, that goes for, even if they have to play Miami, who's got some big, strong dudes that goes for Philly, obviously. I just think that's going to make a world of difference. You guys make me uncomfortable with all this girth talk. Part of my reasoning is let's assume Kyrie comes back in the playoff. There's less minutes for the Patty Mills type player, but we had a ton of minutes at that center spot that needs to be taken. And I think getting a veteran guy, not having to worry about the trade market or the buyout market, you know, hopefully these guys stay healthy. That's going to make a big difference for us. We now have a legit three man rotation at the spot where we can, mix and match depending on matchups where, you know, Patty's the better overall player, but for the team, I think this was just a more important get. I'm going to shock everybody, but let's, let's, let's go back to where I come from on this topic. (laughs) I've been saying for years, we need bigger to get bigger up front. I've been crying about how every single year, Sean Marks finds another six foot four combo guard to play at power forward. I'm tired of the Travion Grams. I'm tired of the Timothy Lewawu Cabarros. I'm tired of the Tyler Johnsons, the the Allen Crabs, the the um 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 who 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 am I missing? <laughs> These six foot four combo guards that we play at small forward and power forward, and. So that should tell you what I would say is the most uh, important thing that we've bought in because we've, you know, we've bought in um, um, not only returning LaMarcus, but we've we've also uh, 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 bought in James Johnson, a player that I've been wanting to have on the Nets for like 20 years, forever how yeah, long he's, he's existed. Player right. for a while. We uh, needed a dirty guy. We, we needed a get... Like, a, someone who's crazy, who's just on the court. Like, you never know what can happen with that guy. But he's he's super rich now. I don't know how tough he is anymore. You know, before you know, the rich guy. We needed somebody that if it wasn't for basketball, they'd be in prison. Right. And that's he's definitely come. I don't want to say nothing bad about you, James. I, lo- I love James Johnson, the player. But you do look like that. that could be true. But that all that being said, all those things being put on the table, um, uh, and and how much I've wanted to have uh, size pause on myself in the team, um, 
uh, my choice is Cam Thomas. <laughs> and, and I know it's irrational. But y'all gonna just have to let me have this because you know what I dream yeah, about I the to hear this. You know what I dream about the Nets, guys? I dream about the Nets being sustainable success. Exactly. Being a dynasty. Watching the Knicks become mediocre and fail and watching the Celtics you know, still have the players that they got with our draft picks and never get near us. <laughs> And in winning championships, I would love to see this team be able to hand the baton off to a next group of of Nets players that all they know is winning championships. And that irrational, impossible dream starts with Cam Thomas. If he can become the next James Harden, which he doesn't he's not James at all right now. Besides the scoring side, he's a better scorer than James, but James is a better passer, better overall basketball, more of a freakishly built athlete. Like what the things that Cam Thomas is, the two tree stumps for legs, the the solid foundation base, the the ability, the uncanny ability to shoot off balance with um with precision. All those things are what James Harden has, but James Harden has something at a at an elite level, which is court vision and basketball IQ. Cam doesn't have those things. He's a cold-blooded, cutthroat scorer right now. But guess what? What Cam does have is James Harden. And if James Harden could teach him the things and show him the things and how to get to that point in your game where Cam Thomas becomes a guy that just because you have him, there's 65 points, I mean, there's 65 wins in a season. Just having James Harden alone with a bum-ass Chris Paul got 65 wins in the West. I would love to have to see Cam Thomas develop into that kind of player. And so I'm going to say for this offseason and for the many offseasons to come, <laughs> I, I hope this kid is at least Donovan Mitchell level and, and, and we'll look back at it and say that he was our biggest uh, pickup. Well, obviously that would be a home run <laughs> if he became half the player James Harden is. The, I mean, he's half right now, I think. Scoring-wise, oh, he's... Listen. This reminds me when you told me Lyle's house, Jeff, house Jefferson was going to be Draymond. You love no, young I, players. I, you I, get hype over I, the young guys. I, I, I do. I do. I, I yeah. and and I but I gave you solid reasons for belief. I was wrong. I was yeah. it was silly. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. definitely aspirational, but yeah. Hey, we 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 move on. We move on. We move on. We move on. All right. So I I don't know how to really encapsulate this because it's 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 kind of you know uh it's it's, it's kind of like a a hard thing to 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 really put a, a a target on but what is the new thing that we've added to the nets what is the x factor that we've put into this team um you know that's going to lead us to the end 
What, what what would you say that would be about us? Besides, you can't use, we have Kevin Durant. Like, that's the obvious part. But kind of like how the Cavs had uncanny clutch shooting from Kyrie. I feel like that was the X factor for them winning that championship. I, I, I thought this was going to be your offseason acquisition. My, my X factor is Millsap. Because we really don't, he's like the one guy that we can kind of play in that that four-man role that brings physicality and rebounding, but offensively isn't going to clog us up. I I was stunned that that wasn't your offseason acquisition. Now, he at times looked totally washed up in preseason, but other times he looked like maybe he's just picking his spots and kind of finding his, his, grow, like his, his role here. You know, to me, I, I went back and forth between him and Claxton, but I, I just don't see Claxton finding minutes in the playoffs. I think if you look at the Nets offseason plan, what was it? They wanted battle-tested veteran guys. Millsap, Mills, uh, even the idea of bringing back Griffin and Aldridge. They, they are, they're going at this with veterans. They don't want anybody that they can't count on in the playoffs. That's why Shamit's not here anymore. Um, they, they, they were, you know, the, the, and the Tyler Johnsons and the Mike Jameses of the world. Those, those guys aren't back because it's not because they can't contribute in the regular season. This, this is an all iron. We want to throw out an eight, nine man rotation in the playoffs and, and probably only eight that we know exactly what we're getting out of these guys. And I think, I think we know what we're going to get out of Mills. We know what we're going to get out of Aldridge. I think we know what we're going to get out of Griffin. Millsap, I really don't quite have like my finger on how he's going to fit in here. Can he defend fours? Or does he have to play with Claxton where Claxton guards the fours and he guards the five? How do they work him in to me? It's one of those things that can be like, that was a great signing and, and Sean Marks has done it again. Or we're like, man, that guy's just fucking washed up. So he's my X factor. I, I like that one because there's a lot about him that scares me. I I don't like what I've seen in the preseason, and it's only preseason, and they don't, they didn't really have much in terms of chemistry. But the the underappreciated thing that that um, uh, Uncle Jeff brought to the team last year was he actually was one of the few players that could run the run the break that right. could finish. Uh, and and dunk on someone. We don't have much of that on the Nets right now. We we got bigger, but we got slower too. And let's and, be honest, our, our second best dunk threat was DeAndre. Whether you like him or not, it, it was DeAndre. Uh, our, our second best dunk, dunker might be Nick. No, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Nick Nick Next is shaky. Year it was DeAndre. Nick is shaky. No, you're right. You're you're right. DeAndre was our second best dunker and. So running running out and finishing plays is something that I think we need to do as a basketball team. Sam, uh, X factor for you. Um, so I think I think especially with Kyrie out, I think it's really important. This kind of builds off what um, uh, what Bam said a little bit. I think it's really helpful to have three bit three or four bigs in Aldridge. Uh, Griffin and Claxton, uh, not Claxton, and Millsap, sorry, um, who you can actually run an offense through. And I'm not saying it's going to be like the 
2017 Warriors or anything amazing, but like in in order to kind of just have some type of offensive creation that doesn't involve Harden or KD, like Milsa, uh, Milsa, uh, Aldridge and Griffin are both like really good passers and they know how to like work an offense. They've been a part of like, all of them have been a part of great offenses, like Millsap with the Hawks teams, Aldridge <coughs> with the Blazers, and also now he's obviously been with the Spurs. Uh, Griffin was obviously on the Lob City teams. Like, he's been on teams where all these guys have been on teams where the offense really flows, and a lot of times through those guys. And so I think that's going to be huge. As it, And just as it comes to, like, a player who I think is the X Factor, and I said this last year, and I, I unfortunately proved to be right about it, they are a different, different team when when Joe Harris hits his shots and when he when he is cold. Their record, if you look, is just not nearly as good. And when he's on, they are a different team. They 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 because on top of the scoring, they're just absolutely devastating to get hit with a barrage of of three after three after three. And look, Mills provides a little bit of a security blanket for that, but. Harris obviously has the most to prove to all of us. And I, I mean, I think all, everyone in this group hasn't forgotten last, uh, last May. June. Yeah. The, I actually like that a lot, Sam. And, and kind of going back to the last time we all spoke, we talked about how the guys around the big three are there to unlock the big three and not the other way around. And that's kind of what Harris, when Harris is on and shooting like that, that's where the backbreakers come. A team thinks they're making a run. They cut it to seven and they were down 14. And then he hits a corner three that just because by the nature of the motion on the offense, he's open and he hits that three, you know, I, I, it's funny. He didn't even cross my mind. Um, but that actually is a really good call. I'm worried. I'm I, so the only flaw in this team is I, is another flaw that I always gripe about. It's just that we don't, it, the, and and basketball really is a skill game. If if you really break it down, the 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 athletics athleticism and the speed is it, you need it, but you need it but so much. It, and you for the postseason, which is what we really care about. If I'm being honest, we're fine. We're we're not. You're not going to run a lot in the postseason, but I think we're going to lose a lot of games if we don't bring someone in that is going to deal with the fact that we don't have much in terms of athleticism and you, you just need spry legs. Um, that being said, Wait, let me ask you, can, can mm. Bembry fill that role in some way? I, I guess, for him? I, I guess, but he's, he, he's so much smaller than I thought that he was like, when I saw him stand next to uh, Cam Thomas and they were basically the same height, that surprised me. I thought he was a lot bigger. I thought he was like I thought he was Rondé um, size, and, and maybe he is the same size as Rondé because Rondé didn't. When I met him in person, didn't feel much taller than me, and I'm six four. So I I don't I don't know, man. Um, maybe we'll we'll see, but I think that's a, a key thing. I think they, if they bring something in, they need to bring in some some someone who can actually bring that energy that that uh, you know Jeff Green that we lost in Jeff Green. Like those dunks were as much as it uh, it's just Jeff Green. Those dunks put a lot of energy into the team, and like when things was going wrong, we could always depend on Uncle Jeff to do something like that or hit a or hit a a, a three in the clutch. You know, um, 
I I I haven't seen that necessarily from Millsap this this summer. And Millsap, you know, over the past ten years has been a much better player than Jeff Green. So we we can expect better, but we don't know. We don't we won't know until we see it. So if we were to bring in somebody using let's say the TPE, right? Do you think we use the TPE to bring in somebody, or what kind of player would they use? Uh, the TP on Sam. I mean, like, I don't know. If, I, I honestly have no idea if they're going to use it, which I know is a is a cop out of an answer. But like, I just think that Marks is obviously going to survey the entire league, and that's what all of these upper echelon teams do, and see what's out there. And look, like, I think what's hard about projecting the stuff is like, who knows what team there could be teams that are supposed to be great that end up uh, totally falling out of contention and there and, and vice versa. So that, I mean, that ends up tra- always uh, changing the trade market of who's um, of who's a, uh, who's a buyer or seller one way or another. So like, I mean, I don't think, I definitely don't think like the money thing is an issue. I mean, look, this team also might get the biggest free agent or biggest trade deadline acquisition ever. If like Kyrie comes back in February here, whenever January or March or whenever it is, um, but I agree with you. I mean, the athleticism, just to piggyback on your last comment, I think the athleticism is definitely something that I would love to see in part because I'm, I'm in the rare camp where I'm just as scared about the Nets facing a, an Atlanta team than I am about them facing Milwaukee. Cause I, I think Milwaukee, they, everyone thinks that Milwaukee kind of <clears throat> figured, figured themselves out last year, which I don't totally buy it. I, I, I think it's kind of, I, I think the Nets still should feel like they have their number, but Atlanta is the team that I think can really push a lot of the, the Nets buttons and will, as Eve, as you've always said, which I appreciate, I think the Atlanta can really make the Nets look old. And that's, so that's where I'd like to see some athleticism come in. Yeah. During, during the season, we'll, we'll lose to teams like that. And, you know, um, we'll have to have the, the strong mentality to know that, that, uh, that uh you know that's just something for the regular season that's a regular season loss but when the game slows down we won't need it as much but i I, i'm telling you when jeff green came back we we all were excited in the playoffs and and we needed him let's see i I hope Millsap could be the same or or claxton can improve enough to kind of fill that energy role because he he was doing that a little bit in 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 um in the preseason so far. Um, all right. Well, I think the energy guys are going to have to be Bruce. It's going to have to be Claxton. And Griffin, in a way, is an energy guy. He may, he does a lot of the hustle stuff. He's one of he's, he's a charge guy, mm. get-on-the-floor guy. You know, when he dunks, because he's Blake Griffin, the crowd kind of gets involved. So I think, we, I think we do have that, and we do have that TPE in our back pocket. Although I wouldn't be surprised if they held on to that for the offseason when they figured they're going to lose some guys to free agency and that'll be a way to bring in another player. That's a great point. I I, I agree with that. The, the saving it is, is totally on point. Yeah, no, I I, I, I think they will. They, they have it in their back pocket for a reason. And I, will they use it? Very unlikely. Um, I'm guessing they will because I, I still think there's things that's not – 100% right with this team. Um, you know, little things, things we should be able to overcome cuz like like Bam said, 
you know, these other guys are here to unlock, uh, you know, our big three, uh, uh, big two um, for right now. Um, okay. It's, it's nitty gritty time. Samuel, Nets don't win the title if what? Uh, I think they, <clears throat> I think they don't win the title. If oh wait not. wait 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 pre pre thing. It can't be injuries. Oh man. <laughs> um, uh, I think they I think they do not win the title if if it's if we're not using injuries. Then I think that it's got to be something like we've been talking about, where they basically just look old and someone on their team kind of takes a little bit. One of the stars kind of takes a little bit of a of a step back and I think they kind of get ran out of a, uh, of, uh, of the gym. But I mean, look, I, I, I mean, I feel I I'm, I'm in, I'm in the same camp as bam. I'm, I'm more pessimistic. I'm, I'm, I always expect the worst, but like, I think this team is unbelievably talented and I think it objectively got like significantly better with the people it brought in and we'll, we'll see about Kyrie. The, the only other thing I could say, by the way, is, I think they couldn't win if, if if they're legitimately just exhausted mentally from what goes on on and off the the court, and that's why I'm hoping that the Kyrie situation it becomes a black or white issue, and there's none of this gray. I hope he's not playing one day, and then the next day he says he's playing. But I do not want to get into a place where every two weeks, like Shams or Woj, is like, oh, there's rumors that he's thinking about the vaccine or someone saw him on his way to CVS and, he, and TMZ saw him going to CVS, but it was just to get gum, not to get a shot, whatever it is. Like I, that, that crap I don't want. Cause that stuff I truly do think derails a team. I, I'm going to go and then, and then bam, you, you answer the question and then we're going to flip it around after, but just f- flowing off of what you said, it, it is, like the the real fear is not even the injuries. The real fear is that one of these two guys, one of the two that's there, gets old. That's that's my fear. I haven't seen it in the um in the preseason. Everybody looks pretty uh like themselves. James Harden is still working through some things. Um, I I definitely have to say that. But my biggest fear is that these guys get old early. Not everybody's going to be LeBron. LeBron is the outlier. Most of the guys that was drafted with LeBron are out of the league except Carmelo. And Carmelo, some people would argue, should be out of the league. And was almost out of the league for a, 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 a hot minute. And so for me, it's like how many years can we get out of this? And can we get enough of... of of you know out of our our big two right now to make these this year and then the years that follow you know first we get one i know i'm i'm ahead of myself thinking about two and three and four like that like we may get none i i recognize that but it it would be really grim if you know one of them got hit with the case of the olds that's what that's what keeps me up at night. That's what scares me. Um, what scares you, Ben? Well, since you eliminated the injuries, I, I was gonna go with 
the Nets don't win a championship if Kyrie doesn't come back. The the answers are inj- the answers are injuries. That that's the right answer, right? That's the main Kyrie fear. If Kyrie doesn't come back, I don't see it happening. I really don't. I don't think I, I don't think you can take a max player that caliber out of a team and and still win. I think when push comes to shove in a in a seven game series, someone will find a way to take the ball out of James's hand, let Kevin get his 40, kind of like what just happened against Milwaukee, and hold this back. But assuming Kyrie comes back, okay, for a reasonable amount of time, okay, which I think he will at some point, they don't win a championship if James Harden doesn't play at least 60 games. He is the engine of this this team, and we, we need him there nightly. He's going to miss some time. They're going to give him some rest days. But this can't be a season where he plays 45 games, he misses 20 out of the last 30, and comes back for a tune-up before the playoffs. We need him locked and loaded. He does, He's the guy without a ring. He's the guy who's most motivated to get a ring. And he's the guy that hasn't signed the contract extension. He worries so me because me, he, he's formerly fat. Formerly fat players tend right. to get injured a lot when they get older. and And so that scares me. But I, I think he's a freak of nature too. Like I, I don't think he's I, I, he's not LeBron, but the same way that LeBron kind of just stays healthy, I, that he's had a lot of that in his in his career. And you know, he also it's not like Darren Williams, who when Darren was early in his career played with a lot of hop and bounce to his game. James game, James lulls you to sleep and makes an explosive move, but he's not. Put it this way, he's too heavy to take like a legit pull-up uh, elbow jump shot. He's he really all angles. Play. Right. He just he thinks the game. So I'm not worried about him, you know, from that aspect, like getting old, but he can't – we can't have him in and out of the lineup. We'll really struggle in the regular season without him. And I also think we need the one seed uh, just to kind of like wrap this part of the, the conversation up. I think we need the one seed – Um to make that statement to the Bucks, If we don't have Kyrie, I still think we can win the championship, but but that's why we need the one seed. We need the one seed because it's not, if we miss, if we're missing one of the, the big three, we're not that far off of, uh, of what uh, um, the Bucks are. The Bucks, the Bucks could, could really ruin this because even if we made it to finals, at least you made it to finals, right? If the Nets don't even make it to finals because they can't beat the Bucks, that's that's ugly. That's a ugly. That's that's a that's a smear on 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 all of these dudes' uh, <laughs> permanent record because they're supposed to win championships. So I hope none of our fears uh, come true. I think right. this is going to be a like brilliant the, season. That's like the team manager. That's like the team manager banging the head cheerleader and not the star. <laughs> it, but it, it happens because because some of them um, winning championships is, is luck. You know, hundred percent. Nets win the title if if what happens, man. Why why are we winning the title? The Nets win the title if Kyrie comes back. And James Harden is plays out of MVP caliber for the entire season. I think if they get Kyrie back, 
James is the guy that has to be on a mission. And he looked like he was on it last year. He was willing to play hurt. He was very engaged on the sideline in the, in the playoff games that he did not play. That's our guy. That's the guy that can push this team over the top this year, carry them through the regular season where a lot of these other guys are not going to be as interested. Get us that, you know, get us to one of the top two seeds at least so that we get the first two rounds minimum on our home court. So it's, to me, it's Kyrie coming back and James playing at an MVP caliber, you know, uh, level. Sam, why do we win the championship? I think we win the t- title, and this is going to sound uh, cocky, but it's really not. I think we win the title if, if every single player on the team basically plays to, like, what their average is. Like, none of them need to play out of their mind. Durant doesn't have to even have to have a series like he had against the Bucks. If every player on the team plays to their average, Joe Harris shoots in the high 30s. or I mean, his average is really in, like, the mid-40s from three, but low 40s, whatever, from three, I think they win the title. They just need average performances from everyone else on the team, and that obviously assumes that Kyrie comes back. New York City is down bad, everybody. We just won a decade without one of our teams winning a championship. We got to win this title. Dude, the, and what better way as a net fan? Because let's be honest, we're the few, the proud, the Marines, essentially. <laughs> There's not a lot of us running around. We're, right? I said we're an exclusive club. We're an exclusive club. And you know what? The other, it's not like some Yankee fans will say, I got over from Mets. The Knicks fans are not rooting for us, and no. they are the majority. You know, to be like, hey, your team, the Knicks, couldn't do it. Your team, if it's the Jets, the Mets, the Yankees, the Giants, your team couldn't do it. Most likely, if you're a Nets fan, you're the only person in your group of people that is a Nets fan. So we, we can solely bask in the glory of it. And last year, you asked us at the end of our preseason uh, podcast, are the Nets winning a championship? And I said, no, they're winning championships. And I still believe that'll happen. And I believe it happens this year. I, I do think there's, you know, it's never going to be easy. We're going to go through that adversity. We went through it last year with the injuries and the Kyrie stuff now, but I do believe it'll make the team stronger and it'll just make the eventual horsing of that trophy even more satisfying. I, I hope that's right. <laughs> Can I ask you guys one one quick mini question that I that I've been having? I've been going over this with my one one of my best friends is a net fan, and we've been talking about this. Who, assuming Kawhi and Jamal Murray don't really come back, or if they do, they're not at a hundred percent. Who are you? Are you most scared of the Lakers, or are you? Or does someone else come up coming from the West, not the East? Are you in the finals? Who would you be most afraid to play? None of those teams can score with us. I, don't, I, 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 the West doesn't scare me at all. It, it's really just, I'm not to, I don't want to disrespect your, your question, but I only worry about the Bucks, to be honest. I think we still would have won the championship last year if we got past the Bucks. So I, I really, like Giannis is what scares me. You know, um, the West doesn't scare me at all. It's, it's not, it's not even consequential to me, but bam, what, what do you got? The only team that I think that can beat us in the West is the Lakers, but I want the Lakers. And I, I want I want that championship like the Giants Patriot Championship. I want to yes. play the play Preach. chip franchise. 
with the franchise lead, the league's franchise player. I want yes. them. I don't want to beat the fucking weak ass Phoenix Suns that didn't belong. Yes, there. preach. I don't want to the the fucking Mavericks or some you're know, like the the war the Warriors. I would accept they'd be my backup option, but I want LeBron. I want the Lakers. That's what I want. I wanted it last year, and you know what? I want a series against the Knicks this year. I want the Knicks in the first round to send their asses home too. That's the that's the uh, that's the that, that's that's the story. That's the um. The, the fairy tale right there like the I, I love I love the way that I said I wanted it I wanted that last year but last year was what last year was Sam just I don't want the fucking nuggets I want the goddamn late I want LeBron I want to send LeBron out to pasture I do too I well, do the too crazy thing is that you get when you have the I see. I agree with you. I want the Lakers also. The crazy thing is, so is the Lakers Nets. Everyone keeps talking about just like, oh, that'd be a great finals. You also have. I can't think of a finals that has more storylines. You have like KD versus Russ, KD versus LeBron, uh, Kyrie and AD were are, are friends. Uh, Russ, Kyrie, Russ and Harden played together uh, in Houston. Like, there's just a lot of shit going on uh, over there. Kyrie, Kyrie and LeBron. Kyrie and LeBron, right? Yeah, you like. There's endless stories of that. I mean, yeah. to me, other than the idea of being at the game, but to go to LA and win like a game seven on that floor, the fucking Nets. That's what the whole world would say. The fucking Nets won a title. I want that moment. It it, it, it almost brings tears to my eyes thinking of the euphoria I would feel in that moment. Bill, my I, father, I, who's been Bill, uh, Bill dying for this damn thing. Bill Simmons said on his podcast today, he was like, he was like, yeah, there's no New York teams that are close to winning the title. And then someone was like, well, like the Nets are. And he was like, oh, yeah, but there will only be 20 people at the parade. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't fucking wait to go to uh, to go to Flatbush for, the, for a parade. You know what? He might be right, but I'll be one of them. Yeah, I don't right. care. I, like we give a I fuck. The, I, you know I what that – sorry, sorry to keep stepping on you, I'm saying, but you know what that is. That's – like Jalen Rose does that too. It's like you, you know when when you're from New York and you go other places and people just automatically have a thing against you because you're from New York. Yep. That that's what that is. That's that's New York jealousy. Like Boston, you're not the number two town in 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 the world. You're not even number three. You're not even after Chicago. You're way way down. Nobody wants to play there. Jason Tatum is sitting on the on the bench, you know, looking at the Nets. In their uniforms and and sizing and how it's gonna look on him, he like you're Boston, and I know you guys, you know, have gotten the t- upper hand on us in a few places, but that's because you're Boston. <laughs> We're New York. The Nets make it right this year, fellas. <laughs> I, I, we gotta go. We've run out of time. Uh it it was a pleasure. Any last words, Sam? No, I'm I'm uh, I'm pumped for tomorrow. Pumped for the takes. It's gonna be a wild a wild ride. I'm I, I'm assuming the name Kyrie is gonna come up after every loss. It'll it'll probably not be mentioned after any win, but it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be really fun. I'm I'm amped. Put a bow on it, Matt. I'd say enjoy the ride. Let's uh, let's enjoy each other as net fans. I, you know. We all have our little Twitter beefs and stuff. We got to drop it for a common goal. Let's let's definitely try to organize some events where we, we get to together and meet each other. 
you know, by the stadium. We can we can do games and stuff. Let's let's bring our fan base together. Let, let's get Barclays rocking this year. Enjoy right. the ride. And I'll be at the parade. It's Pod Thorn, ladies and gentlemen. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.